0: Hello there and thank you for downloading this Property Today podcast from the 12th of September. On the programme today, I was joined as ever by the famous wolf of real estate, al Alwadeer, who took your questions and gave advice on the top points that you need to consider when buying property abroad. We also discussed the importance of landscaping around a property, as several studies show that planting trees can add between 10 to 15% to the value of your home. We spoke to the team from Perfect Technical Works and Landscaping. We looked at both irrigation with Syed Abdul Hamid and also what type of plants you should be installing with Eric Zondak. This is Property Today on the agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Yes, and we are back. Welcome to our special segment. It is, of course, Property Today. We do it every single week at 11 a.m. It's it is our chance to look at the top real estate news stories from the past few days. And each week, I'm lucky enough to be joined in the studio uh, to give us ex- expert advice. The man himself, Mahanid Awadir, the famous wolf of real estate. Hello. Good Welcome. morning,
2: Georgia. <laughs>
0: Hello. Good morning. By, by the
2: way, thank you so much for entertaining me on the way to getting here. Aww, You're amazing. I love you. this show.
0: <laughs> we did very well this th- this morning, actually, because Alan, uh, Alan Majani, for, yes. the CEO of Majid al very kindly agreed to come on the programme. So it's yes. a bit of a coup for us. (laughs) So I'm a bit, I'm still sort of, Bouncing on the joy of that moment. Good on you. Amazing. Thank you very much indeed. Now, I mean, there are so many top top stories to talk about that have been hitting the headlines just over the last few days. Not least, I'm sure everyone has seen this crazy report about a moon shaped mega resort. Suggestions that Moon World Resorts could be coming to Dubai. It's not on the moon, but basically (laughs) as a kind of luxury lunar complex. It's about 200 meters tall. And if you imagine something that looks like the moon, it's a giant ball, basically. It's got a 600 metre circumference and there is a suggestion, I don't know how solid it is, that this new concept, this new hotel uh, might actually be introduced. However according to Michael Henderson, who's one of the two Canadian entrepreneurs behind the project, there aren't actually any concrete plans for a resort of this kind to open in Dubai. Have you been hearing anything about this, Mahanad? Because you obviously, you've got your ear to the ground. Uh,
2: not really. I've heard about the uh, rumor, the news, but you know what? I, I don't get surprised anymore. Dubai is fascinating. It keeps coming up with amazing projects, the whole world. We have the tallest towers, the best infrastructure, the best uh, p- uh, projects and it's always delivered at exceptional times. You know, the whole world is uh, experiencing so many crises at different levels—financial, economical, health, and environmental. But Dubai keeps going very strong and keeps swarming the whole world.
0: I mean, what's striking <laughs> about this is how is how diff- there's lots of different stories swirling around about it. One people, one people, you know, one news story says that the five billion dollar moon resort is going to happen. Yeah. They organize themselves, saying, "No, it's not. It's just an idea." <laughs> and, and so you literally. It, it's hard to sort of figure out whether or not it's actually going to happen. It does come off the back of incredibly good tourism figures, which, of course, were discussed uh, on the business breakfast this morning. Uh, apparently, Dubai is due uh, to handle 10 million annual visitors uh, at least so you never know uh, the, the, it might yeah, come you along never know. you never know exactly um, other big story let's move away from the sort of resort uh, properties to office rents. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're rebounding for the first time in six years apparently rising faster than New York or London uh, Bloomberg found this story the suggestion is that global banks and businesses are expanding into the financial hub uh, and the rush for office space is on show in skyscrapers like ICD Bookfield Place uh, which is in the financial district. yeah Um, The tower actually opened just as the pandemic started to spread around the world. But now they say that 90 percent of their 1.1 million square feet of office and retail space is either taken or under offer with a long wait list for the rest, which is amazing. I'm
2: not surprised. I mean, the demand for offices, uh, as you mentioned correctly, uh, has been noticed over the last two years. Uh, areas like, um, I mean, this project is situated in a fantastic location at mm. the, the centre of Dubai, just uh, opposite the World Trade Centre, uh, close to the IFC, uh, very close to Business Bay, which, by the way, has recorded a lot of uh, rent increases and demand for offices in Business Bay, which is just like five minutes away from this tower.
0: It is, but it, and it's that new area that sort of was developed because of the creek being built, essentially.
2: Correct, because of the canal project, which was uh, launched in 2016, Uh, which completed, you know, the uh, Dubai has always been uh, known for the creek. And then the canal was launched in 2016 with an extension of three kilometres, 3.2 kilometres, which completed the whole circle. So It's still
0: bonkers that they did that.
2: It's amazing. Without (laughs)
0: closing any of the motorways, Sheikh Zayed, Al-Wassal, Chimera, Beach Road, none of them closed when they were building that.
2: And values of properties across that area has increased dramatically just because of the new canal, because it just added... Uh, six almost uh, kilometres of water frontage to Dubai's, uh, you know, landscape.
0: And it makes such a difference being on the water, doesn't it? It, it? It's not just prettier. Is it is it actually cooler? Is the suggestion that if you live near water that it's cooler?
2: Definitely. It's, it's uh, cooler by nature. I mean, water absorbs uh, heat and produces, you know, uh, uh, better ambience um, visually and also environmentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a fantastic project. It even made the water, I've, I've read a lot of studies about it. It made even the water circulation much better uh, and it fits with the Dubai 2040 plan of extending the water frontage, creating more you know recreational activities. Uh, just I see um, thousands of people uh, going around, the you know, just uh, by the canal, you know, oh, jogging it's or cycling. It's going a for
0: a bike rides all yeah. the way along it. You can take the children. It's, it's totally safe and I, lit and beautifully I, I, done.
2: I was shooting yesterday one of the episodes of uh, my show. It's about to be released soon. And yesterday we had a shoot there and we even used the uh, canal, the taxis, the RTA taxis, the water taxis. It's fascinating. And then we cross through the bridge. You know, they have a smart uh, bridge with a waterfall that stops as soon yes, as you approach it. It does
0: stop, doesn't it? Yeah,
2: I have, I have it on my social media. If you check it. I'll it's check it fantastic. out. It's fantastic. It's really fascinating. Yeah. And as you mentioned correctly, we've seen a lot of people cycling, jogging, it's full of life. It's amazing. It is it's brilliant. a beautiful project. And actually,
0: I've always meant that apparently there is a uh, an RTA ferry or an RTA water taxi that goes from near me, near Umsakim area, yeah. all the way down the creek. And, and that would be such a, and I think it's really cheap, it, it's, uh, but it would feel like a cruise. It's ultimately. super affordable
2: yeah. uh, and it's amazing. It's a, it's a, proper means of transportation, and it's also fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I love being out on the water, so I'll, I'll do any, any excuse at all. Okay, so we've done uh, resort space, we've done office space. Let's talk about this, uh, another extraordinary um a number that's been hit here yes. in the UAE, absolutely staggering. Another record has been broken uh, for the cost of property, but it's but it's not like the most expensive flat. It's it's more specific than it's that. It's
2: more about the price per square foot. Okay. So uh, again, Miras did it again.
0: Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: did it again, Miras, with their beautiful Jumeirah Bay project. Um, they an, an apartment was sold. There are three bedroom apartment, uh, part of the Bulgari Resort and Residences. Gorgeous. And the a fascinating part about this story is that it was sold for a whooping twelve thousand six hundred twenty-four drams per square foot. This is this is inc- amazing. I cannot believe. You know, even at global levels, yeah, you don't reach this kind of price per square foot except in like very few pockets around the world. Uh, which proves that Dubai, and uh, honestly, only Miras can pull something like this, because with with Jumeirah Bay, I mean, it's a beautiful community. They have, uh, obviously, the Bulgari resort there, but they have amazing plots that almost doubled in price. Uh, Georgia, I know people who paid 15 million dirhams, and now they're selling them for 30 plots in that same area. So, but I was personally, I've been doing this for over 20 years, and when I heard that this transaction took place with 12,600 plus, you know, per square foot, it's remarkable, and yeah, it's, totally it's a blows great proof mind. that Dubai has become a global city that offers uh, amazing lifestyle that attracts the wealthiest people to come and buy. This is a three-bedroom sold at a, re- a remarkable uh, price. Uh, so, congrats to Miras again. Yeah, yeah, congrats and, to them. And I know they're also because I know a lot of people will be like, "Wow, this is so expensive," but they're still doing very well with their Central Park launch yeah. uh, at City Walk. Uh, they have the Medina Jumeirah Living, which is the first uh, project uh, that. Offers freehold ownership for expats
0: in on, that area. In yes, you know, I know. I've had my eyes on it. It's yeah.
2: fantastic. Um, and also, they have uh, Mudan, uh, they have the new phase uh, Ranim, which offers amazing townhouses for families looking for an established community, which has been there for now over a decade and mm-hmm. offering a truly unique lifestyle. So, uh, Dubai Holding in general, they have the two arms, Miras and Dubai Properties, they continue to offer. Uh, amazing options for all budgets, as yes. I mentioned, from like and all types of asset classes, uh, and they keep shaping up the city of Dubai, which mm. is fascinating. You know, positioning, helping in positioning Dubai and cementing its position as a great place to live visit or just you know conduct business
0: that is so encouraging that you've got it at every single level because obviously that but that bulgari place i mean no one else no you know no one's going to be it, able to afford it's for that the elite, it know? is for the absolute elite i went up there recently actually i went to go and have my haircut bizarrely at ah. the bulgari resort and i got I, I got to see it and and it really is exceptional it's quite hard to get past security but then i suppose you'd, you'd expect that This is Property Today on the Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Hello there and welcome back. Uh, We are getting overexcited. (laughs) It is property today and I'm still joined by none other than the wolf of real estate, Mohanid Alwadir. Mohanid, thanks for sticking with me even though I'm playing with the faders and getting things wrong.
2: Thank you, thank you. I'm so happy to be here and I'm so happy that we have uh, a very exciting segment coming up now.
0: We absolutely do because we're going to be discussing this hot question which is, are you more inclined to choose a property that's got a lot of greenery and if where you are living isn't as green and leafy as you like it to be, is there a Solution. We've got two experts in the studio uh, from Perfect Technical Works and Landscaping. We've got Eric Zondag, who is Division Manager for Landscape Upgrade and Maintenance, and Saeed Hamid, who is a Senior Engineer and Irrigation Expert. They are giving us their expert advice. If you've got any questions for them or Mahanid, 4001 or WhatsApp 048715500. And I
2: have tons of questions for them.
0: <laughs> you go, you go, Mahanid. I think we both do. I mean, the top line is that apparently if you add trees and landscaping to your property, you could increase the value by between 10 to 15 percent is that something you've seen
2: that's correct and i've seen it uh, on a personal level with with the properties i own and also with a lot of clients that i've worked with i mean the first thing you see when you enter any you know villa or townhouse is the landscape right it's your first impression so it, it better be really good Absolutely.
0: And I mean, Eric, you're here. I mean, you is, is that what you've seen as well? Do you find that developers come to you really at the blueprint stage of their work to say, we need to get some landscaping in here?
3: Yeah, definitely. I think uh, greenery, uh, I'll talk to it in general as greenery. It's it's an asset. Nowadays, it's an asset that everyone needs to look after. And like what you put into the asset is what you'll get out. So it's very, very uh, important that you select the right assets. And greenery is assets. So that's definitely very, very important. I, I
2: totally agree. You know, whenever I talk to uh, clients, uh, Georgia, I always tell them this is not an expense. This is a capital investment. You are investing in your villa. I mean, when you uh, invest the money in making it uh, look better. In terms of landscaping, the irrigation system that you use, that will ha- definitely help in uh, ap- helping you appreciate uh, or gain capital gain on your uh, property, and also will help you in getting a higher rent and renting it faster as well. Uh, or for the end users, uh, the people who are occupying these units, it has a, a major impact on their lifestyle and their you know the, their mood. Uh, greenery is amazing. You know, it gives a it gives a beautiful sensation to uh, anybody who's residing in that property, whether they're an end user or a, a tenant.
0: I mean, how how easy is it to, you know, obviously, as a developer, you've got loads of cash, you know, and it's part, <laughs> I say that, and it's part of the deal. But as an individual, is it hard to maintain a mature garden? Is it hard to, to? is it expensive to create that type of feeling of leafiness that, that Mahana just explained?
3: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's why there's probably so many uh, construction and landscape companies in the UAE is because it's such a, it's just a big part of the market and to get it right, that's, that's where the big thing comes in is to get, get it right, get the, get the right selection of plants. Like if you don't select the right plants, it, it's gonna struggle. So I mean, how, many, how often do we see people doing um, landscape in their gardens and then find themselves after a month or two with everything dead? So that's a, it's, a, it's a really hot topic to, to educate the, the clients that what, what selection of plants they should use. Uh, but, uh, Eric, I have a question for you, for you and maybe uh, Said can
2: also help us with it. I had a personal experience recently with an interior design company, a uh, consultant uh, renovating a villa that uh, uh, I bought in Ras al-Khaimah to convert into a holiday home. And the first impression that that uh, engineer told me, he said, hey, why don't we use uh, artificial plants? I was like, why? I, I love the natural plants. And he said, because I, we want to save, uh, save you the expenses in terms of utilities, the water, the irrigation. So what
4: would you answer to it's that? My- uh, smart irrigation system, it can be safe not 15 to 20, 30 to 35% of your utility bills. Wow. We have special controllers. It is designed by the Rainbird and Hunter. This can be made proper watering to your uh, landscaping. Okay. You can provide now the precisely water to landscaping areas, which one we are going to. Example, if you are using now the artificial grass Better we can use now the natural grass. It will make much beauty, and we can give irrigation with the hevan springlers. Hevan springlers, they can give very good result, as well as they can save your diva and electricity bills. This is fantastic. So here's a good solution. Well, yeah. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Also, uh,
2: if I invest in this irrigation system. Again, I'm using investment, not spend. Yeah. It will
4: also add to the value of my property. Exactly, exactly. So and uh, suppose you are investing these things on your smart irrigation system. Yeah. Approximately, what we have seen our uh, clients, uh, they are getting now how much they invest money in the five to six months. Everything will come back to them. And it will be 100% saving. Because Excellent. one thing. Diva water and electricity. If you are utilizing utility bills, so you can go for the smart irrigation system. Yes. Smart irrigation system, you can operate from anywhere in the world with the Wi-Fi link modeler, wow. anytime.
0: <laughs> that, I mean, that's very, because my garden, well, basically, I don't have an irrigation system in my garden. I have, uh, I, I pay people it, to come and water fine, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, like, I pay a gardener to yeah. come and water it. And over the summer, despite paying a gardener to come and water it, and despite were sending my husband regular text messages suggesting exactly. that we were using so yeah. much water, it's still dead.
4: Yeah. No, no, but, but actually, but you know, yes. plants required how much water they required per day. Ex- grass required if you 12 liter water per day. If you are given less or more, it will not be give you fantastic result. And human being who is given water, they cannot exactly measure, it, measure it. Okay. So that's why we are telling you can save time and money and value for your property. No need to think about that one. You are very comfort in your uh, any other things. While you are doing job, while you are enjoying with your family, no need to bother about landscaping. There is a particular system is there. This can be make your garden perfect. He can provide you water as per his timings. And sometimes we should not give water on the day sunlight. We can do this one in the early morning time. Mm. Early morning time, people they cannot wake up and give proper watering. But if we make now irrigation system early morning, 5 o'clock, it can be run easily. Night 1 o'clock, it can be run easily. Especially uh, the date palms and these things. If you are given water in the morning time, better we can give water in the night time.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
4: It, absolutely. It makes sense. I actually have
2: a question now for uh, Eric. So building on this and Georgia's uh, experience with her garden, uh, Talk to us more about the types of plants that people should consider for this uh, type of you know uh, place. Like uh, the weather here is very hot. In winter it's not bad, it's great actually. Mm-hmm. But what would you advise people listening when they want to select or design their garden? What are the top maybe three tips you will give them? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them should be about choosing the right plants. And tell us yeah. more about that.
3: Yeah, so I mean in UAE, it's very tropical. Uh, the weather is very tropical. so again being UAE you have so many options of plants that you can find in the in the nurseries and in the the garden centers so all the options are there but it's very important that you select the right options for the right areas so mm-hmm. shade areas require shade shaded shade plants uh, full sun require plants that thrive in full sun so that's that's very important uh, when you do the selections also like a like a bull said the the water usage you have to if you overwater a plant, it, it will die. So it's very important to educate uh, everyone out there that selection is is, is actually the the first step and getting the the right um, the right plants for your villa.
0: How about uh, so? I bought plants in the past, and they've they've had sort of something in the roots or something, and they've sort of died on me. Is how do you how can you guarantee that your you know your soil the soil of your garden mm. is prepped and ready to receive plants, and that you're buying healthy plants?
1: yeah
3: so there's very various products in the market that you can uh, look at but uh, obviously it's all it's different as well so it's it's about seeing the the reaction of the plants when you plant them how how they behavior uh, that's all uh, signs you can look at the leaf coloring discoloring it's all things that you can look at but yeah every 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 uh, thing is different so mm-hmm. you need to make sure you keep an eye on them and and it's do the right practices yep. you see George and yeah, it's, one it's,
4: important yes, thing sure. on that one if we have potting plants there will be if we have potting plants there will be a drainage system must be there okay. otherwise water will be compiled there and it will make problem to your pot plants Correct. especially people they are feeding water every day by uh, thinking they are going to do now the good thing for the plant Yeah. but they don't have drain system that's why we call automatic irrigation system, he will sense how is your drain system and how much you are given water. Exactly water, how much required. If journal one plant indoor, it required 12 litre water. Mm -hmm. In this one, if you are given 12 litre water in one day, second day, maybe it is feeding more. So that's why the roots will become rotten and there will be something as you say, uh, there is a, some plants is going to be not give proper result. Yeah. 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 So, so we have to take care of the drainage system as well as and smart irrigation.
2: System. Gentlemen, thank you. I think we realize now that it's not just, you it's know, really uh, it's, not, it's not easy. It's technical. It's a science. It is. And it must be tackled by experts.
0: Hey, Mars. I'm going to be very naughty. But Eric, if you were going to buy one type of tree from the market this weekend or this week, what type of tree would you suggest people buy?
3: I just love olive trees, so olive I'll, trees. I'll have a oh. go. And with they olive can survive. They yeah. oh, are very good in the UAE. They are good very, in
0: the UAE. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Olive trees, and then one low to the ground plant. Is it those grassy ones?
3: Uh, African grass like they Yeah, very very good. I, I love them. But uh, yeah, I, we can see obviously because of the the weather in UAE, plants that do really well is bougainvilleas. They would do really well, and it's flowering as well, which everyone loves.
0: And you can have a mix of colours, can't amazing. you? It. Amazing, it. Guys, it's, advice. it's been amazing. I don't know how we've managed to fit so much in all at once because it's been a great pleasure speaking to both of you. We've had Eric Zonda, Division Manager for Landscape Upgrade and Maintenance, and also Syed Abdul Hamid, Senior Engineer and Irrigation Expert, both of them with perfect technical works and landscaping. Thank you very much indeed, gentlemen. It has been a pleasure. This is Property Today on the Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties, for the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai. My properties.
0: Hello there. Welcome back. Yes, you are listening to our special segment. It is property today where we put the spotlight on real estate both here and abroad. And this is our moment to get advice from the famous wolf of real estate, Mohamed Awadir.
2: I'm so happy to be here with you, Georgia. He's here. I love we, the energy in we, the tra- <laughs> we trapped him
0: in the studio for a whole hour. There was a time when he thought he was just going to do 15 minutes. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. You've got to stay with us. No, I'm so happy to be here. And, and I know that you always have a sort of uh, idea of some advice that you want to give us but you're also happy to take questions. Uh, If people want to get them in now, 4001 is the text, or you can WhatsApp us for free on 04871 There's lots coming in already. In fact, one has literally just come in saying, I wish you a good week. I was thinking to invest in Turkey. So I'd like to check whether you think that's a good idea, Mohanad. Is Turkey a good place for an investment? And that was from Prashanthi.
2: Um, thank you very much for the question. I think, uh, yes, but it depends. It depends on so many factors. Uh, when anybody wants to select a country or a city to invest in, they must take into consideration over 20 factors, uh, which I would love to take you through very quickly, if I if the time allows. But I want to start with a quote, uh, which says, every person who invests in well-selected real estate uh, in a prosperous uh, community within a promising uh, city or country adopts the surest method to uh, achieve financial freedom uh, and financial independence. Uh, this quote actually was um, uh, said by um, Theodore Roosevelt, who used to be the 26th, I think, President of the United States of America. And he said it over 100 years ago, but it's still valid till, the day, till today. And I think it will answer the gentleman's question. You need to select the right uh, property uh, in the right city that is, or country that has a promising future um, um, because that's your way of achieving financial freedom, if that's what you're looking for. Um, so before deciding, because a lot of people were travelling in summer, maybe that's where he found about it. Yeah, uh, for, well, that's what a, happens a to me.
0: If I go on holiday, I'm about yeah. like, I want to buy but, here.
2: But that's not enough if you like it. that's not, that's not it's, it's a very big investment decision. So you, you need to take into consideration so many factors. Like, for example, the legal framework. Does this country allow foreigners to buy freehold? Uh, does it uh, allow them to... Um, Uh, register the property quickly. Uh, Does it have a legal system to protect you as an investor if you want to rent this property? Do they have a good uh, rental dispute center and the right regulations to protect you? You need to understand the legal framework. That's one of the aspects. Look at also the population growth Um, uh, because population growth uh, is translated into demand. Uh, If you keep getting a good influx and a good growth of people, that means that there will be demand for real estate. So you need to look into that um, as an important factor. Look at the economic... Uh, uh, outlook of that city or country. How is their uh, gross domestic product? Is their economy growing or not? Uh, and you can find this data. It's not uh, rocket science. You can Google it. The International Monetary Fund uh, announces or publishes this data with forecasts for the next three to five years. So invest in a country that has a promising future because that's that's your hard-earned money, right? Look at the actual infrastructure of the city. Look at the taxes, um, uh, you need to be very careful i mean mm. people live here and they're used to having things uh, we do get used to it used don't to we it, you know? yeah uh, look at the fin- fi- uh, financing options are there mortgage providers is it easy for you to take a mortgage to open a bank account uh, look at the service providers i mean buying in turkey is a, is an interesting decision but do you have licensed professional service providers that can take care of the property while you're here in Dubai. Can they do property management? Can they manage it for you? Uh, take care of the maintenance, any legal issues. You need to you know, pay attention to that. Also study the rental yields. It's an investment. So you need to know Am I going to get the right rental returns on my investment? In Dubai, people can expect up to seven, an average of seven uh, to eight percent.
0: That's a lot.
2: Annually, which is great. Yeah.
0: But in London, it's more like five, isn't it?
2: In central London, it's even lower. In the outer rings of London, yes, it can go to five to six percent. But again, it depends on where and in, in what property. Also, pick the right timing look at the uh, situation now how is the, this country uh, weathering with the you know the current crisis that's happening uh, how is their currency doing you know um, is it is it a good decision to buy now is the currency gonna yeah, going to keep going down yeah because the
0: euro and the pound very very low at the and moment and the
2: turkish lira as well for the question that a uh, gentleman asking um, uh, look at their political st- stability look at the cost of ownership you know the annual service charges uh, the cost of insurance um, um so many factors. So mm. so please, whenever anybody wants to buy a property in any city, they must consider all of these factors. You, you know? need
0: to be a real grown-up about it, don't you? You it, literally need to go, go through it. It's a
2: serious each. financial decision. It's yeah. the biggest investment anybody will make in their life. So yeah. they have to give this process justice. You know, go through the process. It's a, It's a rational decision more than I like the city I visited, you know, for a couple of days. It's not about that. You need to really study all the options and make sure you make a fact-based decision.
0: Do you think it's ever appropriate, to, once you've done all of that, to then layer emotion over the top of it?
2: Of course. At the end of the day, if you're buying a house as a holiday home, it's going to fulfill an emotional need. If you're buying a property as an investment to achieve financial freedom and security, that's also a financial need. But don't let the emotions cloud your reasoning and judgment. Make sure it's first, make the decision emotionally, but then put emotions aside. Study all these factors and more. You know, make sure it's a rational decision, 100%. And then enjoy it and reward yourself emotionally. You know, enjoy, you know, the victory of buying the property and all the benefits that will come from it. But I've seen a lot of people buying a property just because of, you know, an Emotional, The the joy
0: of ownership. And and I think that happens, oddly enough, I think that's happened in my, uh, for me, oddly enough, growing up, you know, you, I don't know whether we've made the best financial investments in property, but there is something about owning a flat that feels safe, that feels Of course, it gives you
2: security. It it has amazing emotional benefits to it. Yes. Uh, it's. I always say, real estate is God's gift to humanity. <laughs> it's, it, we we enjoy living in it, and it gives us, you know, the emotional stability and the all, uh, you know, beautiful memories with our kids, families. Uh, but also, it's a fantastic tool to achieve financial freedom when you use it as an investment tool. It's one of the greatest uh, assets that give you both capital appreciation over the long run and also uh, regular cash flow from the rental returns. And if you buy it at the right time, manage it properly and exit from it at the right time, but it has to be long-term, you'll never go wrong with real estate. It's as simple as that.
0: Oh, (laughs) Mohamed, it's brilliant talking to you about these things. because (laughs) you. uh, Well, for me, you're speaking to the converted. I find property... Uh, speaks to me as an investment prospect more clearly than other yeah. sort of I find uh, investing in the markets too daunting I'm certainly not going to invest in sort of gold or other unusual or handbags
2: I, I have a secret cars. I have a secret I want to share with you okay. uh, part of why I'm doing this show as well is because I want to convert you to become a ah,
0: <laughs> you want me to buy out here don't yes, you yes of course <laughs> I know well the interest rates are going up so let's we'll see how it see. goes
2: every week we'll meet and, every week uh, I'm sure by the end of this uh, show yeah. uh, I'm gonna, series. I, 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 I want to make sure that you get an amazing property here hey, I do
0: feel like there is a gentle brainwashing sort of yes, operation soft, going soft on and smooth. soft and smooth <laughs> but I'm okay with that if that means I end up with an investment property that's gonna that I'm going to keep for 20 years and then I can live off or live in then yes, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm I'm all in um, if you've got any questions for Mahanid if a bit like me you're a bit like mm, maybe I might buy in Dubai um, do get in touch uh, or if, if you're a landlord already and you've got questions for Mahanid this is your moment sure. This is Property Today on the Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Hello there. Welcome back to the programme. It is Property Today. It is our special segment on real estate. Uh, joined in the studio, of course, by the famous wolf of real estate, Al Wadir, And he's primed and ready to take your questions. This is your final Call your final <laughs> chance to get them in four double zero one, or you can message us zero four eight seven one double five double zero. Are you ready, Mahanad? Uh,
2: I'm ready, and I think we'll have to give quick answers. because We, we will. Have like Five minutes left. We
0: got just. I mean, I don't know how we're going to get through them all. Let's uh, do it. Let's do that plant one first, because yes. I was fascinated. That wasn't. I didn't mean it for to no, be a question to you. Fine. It's fine. Will says, uh, please talk about native plants because we need to prioritize them more than exotic tropical plants. Uh,
2: I salute you, Will. Thank you very much. I agree with you. Uh, but there are projects here. There's a whole uh, master development called Tilal Al Gaf by Majd Al Fatimi uh, that is actually celebrating uh, Al Gaf tree, which is uh, one of the most popular native trees here. Also, as uh, you know, the government is very keen on protecting. Uh, trees you know in the street nobody's allowed to uh, cut trees or actually get penalized they get fined for doing that the urban plan i i, I think there was a question about the dubai 2040 yes. urban plan
0: david mentioned yes that. yes uh,
2: so i'll answer also david uh, as, as we go um uh, just for you david uh, to know there will be uh, part of the 2040 uh, urban plan there will be a lot of green and recreational uh, uh, spaces uh, that will actually double the current uh, you know size of of these areas. There will be a lot of natural reserves and rural na- natural areas uh, which will constitute of almost sixty percent of the city's landscape. Um, there will be a lot of green corridors for pe- for people to use, uh, you know, among uh, or in between residential areas. The city will change, I think, it will become more human scale rather than mm. car scale. There will be a lot of pedestrian areas, bicyc- b- bicycle areas. Um, sustainability is mentioned maybe uh, like 50 times yeah. in that urban plan. It's every four words. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, th- there will also uh, a very interesting part, the length of public beaches will increase by 400%.
0: I'm excited by that because that means there's going to be some more reclaiming of land, right? Because they can't make a bigger coast unless they do more peninsulas. Yeah,
2: but but the point is there will be a lot of greenery, a lot of natural areas. Uh, The city will be full of, uh, you know, uh, a lot of green spaces. Yeah, water Um, and life. And and going back to the first question, I think it's also part of... uh, uh, a global social complex. Now people are more concerned about looks rather than the. Uh, uh, most of these native trees are not very good looking. <laughs> they aren't as pretty. Olive Co- uh, trees the are very pretty. Although gaff trees are, you know, they're I
0: beautiful. Like, I like a gaff yeah, tree.
2: Yeah, yeah. But but for example, olive trees are also uh, you know they have a beautiful authentic feel to them. They do. Yeah. Um, but uh, he mentioned exotic trees. I know they're they're good looking. That's why most people use them. But as we learned today, some of them are not suitable for this kind of uh, you know land or, or weather so So uh, this is why we had experts today to to discuss.
0: Okay, a few questions. MJ, as a landlord, can I visit my property anytime, even if it's tenanted?
2: Yes, but with a reasonable notice. And if the tenant refuses to do so, you can visit the uh, Rent Dispute Centre at Dubai Land Department and uh, seek their help.
0: OK, Kazim says, I'm looking at the townhouse nowadays and I feel that the living spaces in them are too small. Is it advisable to extend your living room by breaking the back wall down and extending? Is it, if it's under warranty, will it create issues? Is it a safe thing to do?
2: Um, you must get the relevant uh, authorities approval from the master developer and also from the zoning authority in your area. Uh, because that could endanger, you know, the structure of your property and could be a violation of your uh, contract with the sellers. Uh, Or my advice to you, go check out uh, (laughs) Modena Ranim. They're very spacious townhouses and I truly love them. I'm I'm, I'm a big fan of this project because he's right. Big living rooms. Yeah, some of these uh, townhouses tend to be too small. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very few master developers can actually, you know, uh, build townhouses that... Uh, are built for people to to enjoy with the proper uh, layouts and designs and i advise him to honestly go and check it out he'll love it
0: Okay, uh, Damac D- D- Hills 1. Uh, this person has a three-bedroom townhouse, uh, bought for 1.5. If I sell, I can get 2 million. And if I rent, I can get 140,000. Should I keep the property or should I flip it in 30 seconds?
2: Uh, well, it depends on his objective. If he's, if he's after the cash flow, definitely keep it and rent it. You're getting amazing return on on your investment, initial investment. Yeah. If you want to get capital gain, sell it, but make sure you know what you're going to do with the money next. Yeah. Because a lot of people sell and then they waste the money.
0: Mohanad, always... Amazing. Amazing advice. Thank you very much. We never have enough time. The questions always come in thick and fast. We'll look forward to speaking to you next week at 11 o'clock. Thank you, sir. Have a good week.
2: You too. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. (laughs)